Alright, hello. Welcome to Stay at Home Dads. It's where we talk about a lot of guy stuff, a lot of dad stuff, right? That's at least the way it's been going. My name is Justin. You should know this, hopefully, by now. Anyways, I wanted to tell you about an interesting observation I had the other day. Actually, I'd like to ask you a question now. Do you know a lot of your neighbors? Do you wave at a lot of your neighbors? Do you know most of them? Anyways, I live in a small community, kind of everybody practically knows everybody, so I do a lot of waving. So I was out watering my grass one day, and a car comes by, and I see it's my female neighbor's car. At least I assumed it was her driving, it was her car, right? Anyways, I turn, and I smile big, and I gesture, and gave a big old nice friendly wave. But actually, in fact, it was her husband. Which I'm also friends with him too as well, nice guy, you know, but when I figured out it was him, I kind of felt I waved a little too overtly, a little too happy, a little too cheery. Does that make sense? Then I started to get into my head about this freaking waving thing, right? How do I wave at my female neighbors versus how I wave at my male neighbors or friends or whatever? It's kind of a weird how it's this subconscious thing where I give this big, friendly wave to my female neighbors, show distinct enthusiasm, smile on my face, you know, kind of cheer, kind of seem very upbeat and cheery, make sure I smile. I don't smile very often, so maybe, maybe that's why it's in my head. But then when it comes to the male neighbors, I'm still just as happy to see them and acknowledge them, but it's more of like a gentleman's nod or a toss of the finger, you know, than anything, you know, the, the one you used to do in high school, a little two-finger wave, you know, it's almost like that. It's like if hey bro was a gesture. So it's just kind of funny how my, you know, my stupid brain does that. I don't know, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you do this? Do you wave, do you, do you now thinking about it, do you wave more at a certain group of people than you do to other people? Or the female versus male the way I do. I don't know. I'm probably overthinking this whole thing. It's just waving, right? I mean, Jesus. Anyways, enough about waving. So, got another story quick. Just got done with this busy weekend. Kind of wanted to bring up this kind of story. Kind of fits in line with this. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Took the whole family out to a preseason Colts game. Got some tickets for the Colts-Panthers game this last Sunday. And it was fun. Thought my kids would have kind of liked it more than they did, but, you know, they're young. They don't really care about football. They're girls. They were more into the cheerleaders than they were into anything else and getting cotton candy and stuff like that, which, that's fine. They're kids. And it was still fun for them. It was a good experience. My wife and I had a good time hanging out, you know, as the family unit. But we had this interesting experience with some fellow gentlemen that were sitting one row directly behind us. It was four guys, four adults. They were just friends, I could tell, hanging out, having a conversation during the game, cussing a lot, sort of words that I don't really want my two daughters being subjected to, possibly some words I don't want my wife being subjected to. Words like, mother effer, you're a bitch, shit, hoes, bitches, stuff like that, you know? Mm. Some, some more that I'm not really going to get into. So at this point, me and my wife kind of caught the look, caught the uh, attention of one another, kind of like, uh, what do we do here, right? She looked at me like, 
what the F is going on? Should we get up and leave? Should we say something? We didn't really know what to do. And it wasn't even halftime yet. It was, I don't know, barely into the second quarter. And I was tempted to, you know, turn around and say something. But I think had I spoken up, turned around and said, hey, you know, what's going on? Watch your language. You know, we've got kids here, whatever. I truly believe that I would have gotten some sort of pushback or some sort of attitude. Maybe a guy looking for a fight or a guy telling me to mind my own effing business or something like that. I don't know. Speculating, right? But then one of the guys said some word really loud and my wife kind of spun around kind of fast and kind of looked back. I think it was after they said, I can't even say it. I don't even want to say it. Just use your imagination. Anyways, my wife spun around, kind of looked. One of the guys saw that she looked at them and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, there's kids, there's kids. So he was telling his buddy, there's kids, there's kids. You guys stop, you know, they, he apologized and he said, stop, you know, the swearing. So we were like, oh, sweet. Maybe this is kind of over. But five minutes later, it continued. More swearing, more messed up stuff they were saying with my kids right there. And it was just, I heard one of the guys say, I cuss or I swear in front of my kids all the time. I don't know what the big deal is. He was saying it to a buddy. He wasn't saying it to me. It was kind of awful. Anyways, they didn't come back after halftime. So we hung out until halftime. And then halftime was over, and they thankfully didn't come back. Talking to some of the other people sitting around us, they were like, thank God they didn't come back because they were going to... One of them threatened to call security and have them removed or something like that. Anyways, have you ever had a situation like that? Not sure what it's called, but you're, you know, th there's that need to be called to action to do something, but you don't really know what to do. It's also one of those things, like I talked about earlier, that males act differently, more gentle, more polite towards females than they do to other males, right? Not as aggressive, don't want to be told what to do by another male, but they're willing to kind of be polite and nice to a woman. So then I kind of started to think about myself. I don't know why this whole thing made me think about myself. Am I a nice guy? Am I a nice guy all the time? Am I a dick to other men and only nice to women? Am I pleasant to my wife all the time? I mean, we know that's not entirely true. I just talked a couple weeks ago about having bad days, right? But could I be nicer? Could I be more cheery and pleasant at home? You know, the daily grind of work and kids and routine, daily tasks kind of cultivate me to be more curt with my wife or my, my, my family, be more business-like and get stuff done mode than the loving, caring, nice guy that I am, right? So I was really getting in my head about this, apparently, more than I even thought before I started this show. And I started searching, looking at articles and searching about being nice guys and things like this. And then I came across this top 10 list of things a wife wants to hear from her husband. And no, it's not talking about diamonds and gifts and things like that. Cheesy, maybe helpful, probably will be. I know it may not have a ton to do with my initial little storytelling, but kind of does seem a little bit interesting. So I haven't read through all these. It's a top 10 list. I'm going to just kind of go through a few of them. I haven't read through them. I kind of wanted to give you my honest reaction. So let's check a few of these out. 
All right, the article is called 10 Things Wives Wish Their Husbands Knew, right? See, it starts off with what a wife wants from her husband can be total mystery to him. There are hundreds of thoughts that run through a woman's head at any given point in the day. Oh, by the way, this is written by Chanel, a woman, writing this article, What Wives Wish Their Husbands Knew About Them. So it's a woman's perspective. Okay, got that cleared up. So here is a definitive list, at least from our readers. So these are some reader submissions, I'm assuming. We have the answers right here. Oh, boy. All right, let's see here. Number 10, I appreciate you. What a wife wants from her husband is for him to know how much she appreciates him. Well, that's true, but I know I'm appreciated. Maybe my dynamic with my wife is a little bit different. Or maybe it's because I'm a stay-at-home dad and she is the technical breadwinner of my house that maybe this should be flipped, that I should show appreciation for her. All right, reader one. I wish my husband really knew how much I appreciate everything he does. I know that sometimes he comes home and I've had an exhausting day with the kids and I don't show my appreciation for his hard work as much as I should. So yeah, for me anyways, this is a much role reversal because I'm the one that's home with the kids and my wife is the one that's going out and going to work and going to the office and doing a billion other things and I am staying home with the children. So yes, flip this around a little bit. I do appreciate my wife. All right, reader two, really? I want him to know how I truly appreciate him for everything from providing for our little family to helping me with the dishes, dealing with me being super needy sometimes and probably quite demanding to leaving me little notes to find to make the day, to make my day. Well, that's kind of cute. Leave little notes around, you know, kind of, that's kind of cute. I kind of like that. I love and appreciate all the things he does for our kids. Such a good father. Remember, these are what a wife wants from her husband. It's for him to know how much she appreciates him. All right, anyways, moving on. 10 things a wife wants from her husband. What you say affects me deeply. What a wife wants from her husband is that his words matter and that things he says stay with her, the good things and the bad. Now, me and my wife don't really argue, so we don't really say things. At least the bad part of this number nine, we don't really say things that really hurt each other. So it doesn't really, I don't really have a lot of input here. Reader one says, I forget most of the reasons for our arguments, but never the things he has said to me during our di disagreements. I don't know about you, but I've never called my wife a name, talked to her in a derogatory way. I don't know what types of relationships you're used to, or even this person that left this comment is used to, but that's that's not really normal husband-wife dynamic for us. We don't really argue. I mean, we've talked about things, and well, I guess we have argued, but we never raise our voice to each other. We never call each other names. We've never called the cops on each other. So I think if you call the cops on your spouse, I think it's a time to really look in the mirror and decide what you want out of your relationship, because that's a big deal. To me, anyways, that's a big deal. Jokes at my expense in front of others are never funny. Never done that. I've never made a joke about my wife. I've never made a joke about her job or what she does or what or what I do, or she's never made a joke about me. So I would never do that. That's kind of very disrespectful, especially in a relationship. We wouldn't want to do that. I mean, jokes at your buddy's expense is fine, but one at your wife's expense, not so good. I wish my husband knew 
that the quote-unquote I'm sorry doesn't mean the same thing when you always say it for doing exactly the same thing over and over. Now, I can kind of understand that one. I have probably said that. It's I think it's probably a default for a lot of people. When you get caught not doing something you said you were going to do or when you make some kind of repetitive mistake, I don't know what that may be, and you just say, look, I'm sorry, or Jesus, I'm sorry, or whatever. It just kind of comes off as you're not sincere. So that's something I could maybe work on. I don't know if you uh, have ever done that, but you could always work on that too, right? It would be like you continually putting the diaper on the baby backwards, and your wife says, why did you do this again? Because when you put the diaper on that way, it leaks every time. And you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. But then next to the following night when you're on baby duty, you do it again, which I don't know if you can put a diaper on backwards because of the way the Velcro tabs go. But anyways, just an example. So we'll think a little more, try a little harder, you know, that kind of stuff. Number eight, I want to be romanced. What the wife wants from her husband is to feel special, that that spark is still there. I can understand that 100%. Like I said earlier, when you kind of get into the daily grind and the monotony of life and kids and cooking dinners and just doing the daily chores and daily tasks every day, that that can get lost. It can, can Your relationship or your household can get turned into almost like a business and you're just taking care of things and then you kind of forget to romance your spouse, you know? Uh, reader one here says, small, thoughtful acts of romance go a long way. Running a bath for me, making dinner getting a little gift, a flower, all just kind of says, I'm thinking about you. So that is very true. I have actually done this myself. I'll, if I'm at the grocery store shopping, which I do a lot of the shopping, and I try to take care of most of the cooking. My wife cooks quite a bit too, but not on a special day. I'll just grab a couple flowers, and they don't have to be expensive flowers. They can be little cheap flowers, right? Throw them, bring them home, throw them in a vase, especially when she was working at an actual office every day and she would come home bring them home, throw them in the vase, and they would be sitting there when she got home, you know, and she, she would be very impressed with that. She would think that that was a thoughtful gesture, and and it would romance her a little bit. It would kind of make her happy, you know, and I would also maybe pour her a little glass of wine, you know, before she got home or, or buy, a, buy a bottle that I know she likes, you know, to have, and we would split it during dinner or cook the kids' food before our food, and then we set up a nice kind of romantic dinner in the evening and we have a couple glasses of wine. I turn on a little Sinatra and we cook some steaks and, and we just have some nice one-on-one -on -one time. So those are all little things. They don't really cost a lot of money that you can kind of do. I kind of have a, another one, another romance thing I want to set up. I don't want to talk about it too much in case somebody listens to this and my idea is no longer secret. So I will let you know in the future what that is once I actually do it. So, oh, here's one. I wish my husband knew how much more likely I am to be intimate with him if we were to work on getting me in the mood throughout the day instead of just touching me right before we hop into bed. I love my husband and I desire him, but texts, phone calls, makeout sessions prior to starting of sex and just talking about it with me would turn me on and prepare me for the time together that evening. I could see that too. They always say, you know, women aren't light switches. Men are not light switches either. Despite what many people think, men just can't, at the drop of a hat, ping, you know. Anyways, yeah, you can send flirty little messages, just like uh, one of the readers just said up above about leaving little sticky notes for your spouse. That could uh, 
be very romantic and romanticize their day and maybe give them something to look forward to when they get home, like little love sticky note here and there. It's kind of cute. I don't know. All right, moving on. This episode is probably going to get a little bit long, but I don't really care. Little things are actually big things to me. What the wife wants to hear from her husband is that little things are what makes the relationship great. Well, we kind of just talked about that earlier, right? I mean, the sticky notes and the buying of the flowers and the setting up of a romantic dinner and taking your wife out to the hot tub if you have one like I do and listen to a little bit of music out there and being under the stars and stuff. That's all little things, right? I think those are all little things that we can do. Hmm, reader here says, doing things for me should be a joy, not an obligation. Sometimes I feel like he has to do things for me. Not doing it because he wants to, most of the time he does what I ask. Not when I ask him, but when it is convenient for him. I don't really know what that means. What he says and does, or does not say and do, carries far more weight than he realizes. When he says he will do something and then does not follow through, he is communicating to me then I am unimportant to him if I ask him to do something and he said he would do it but doesn't. He is telling me that I am not the priority in his life. Well, I am guilty of doing that. My wife actually asked me to move a cable box from our basement to another TV in the house and it took me like three weeks to do it. Now, did I do that because she is not a priority in my life? Well, no, I didn't do it because I had other things I was doing but could I have done it sooner? Yes. Did I think it was a priority in general? No, I didn't. And did I eventually take care of it? Yes, I did. I mean, I think we all get caught up in projects, doing things, doing projects that we start and not necessarily finish, or we do a little bit on, and then we move on to other things that are take, that are more of a priority, right? So then some things do get moved to the back burner. And I guess I could understand that um, a spouse might take that in a way that they don't feel like they're a priority when you're not doing things that you said you were going to do. <laughs> it's just like the breakup, right? It'd be nice if you said thank you and helped me with the dishes. Fine. I'll help you do the damn dishes. Oh, come on. You know what? No. That's, see, that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? Why? See, that's my whole point. Nobody wants to do the dishes. We just know we have to do the dishes. All right, number six, you are important. What a wife wants from her husband is for him to recognize that she is spread thin, but that doesn't mean he isn't the most important. Reader one, I wish my husband knew that he is the most important. Out of everything in this world, I would do anything for him. Reader two, I wish he knew how important he is. The world doesn't give men a lot of credit, but no matter what the media says, we need good fathers and husbands. He is amazing, and honestly, I don't know how I would function or stay sane without him. He is my hero. I think importance is pretty equal balance within a family. I think I'm as equally as important as my wife, and I think our kids are quite important to us as well. I'm not going to put them into some sort of ranking thing like that. I don't think that's really necessary. I just think that the whole family unit is very important. But yes, if the dynamic between the husband and the wife is not perfect or good, then the whole thing will fail, right? So it doesn't matter how important the kids were. If the marriage doesn't work out, then it's it's all for nothing. So I don't want to say that no, that one is more important than the other or that I am more important than my wife or my wife is more important than me. You know, I think it's a big team effort. 
Number five, I want to act like we are dating again. What the wife wants from her husband is for him to bring back the fun, excitement, and playfulness of the dating days. Well, me and my wife long distance dated, so I don't think she wants that to come back, right? Reader one, I also wish he knew that I am longing for his funny flirts. Well, this kind of goes back to the other one about romancing. Kind of repetitive here. Sticky little love notes. Flowers randomly. Um, maybe going on a movie date. Kids do make it a little more difficult to do things because babysitters are expensive. You can't get them all the time. And why would you want to? They're your kids. You are going to want to do things as a family. Like I was actually just talking to my mom the other day, and she said back when we were all kids, they didn't get sitters. You didn't go get sitters and have day dates, or you didn't have get a sitter and go out for dinner, just the parents, you know? That wasn't normal back then. So you did things as a unit and as a family, and that's it. So, so we can't always, you know, act like we're dating and go to the movies and go to the drive-in and go jet skiing, stuff like that. So you kind of, the dynamic has changed. You have kids there now. I think that you have to do things as a family. I guess you could still make that fun, like you're dating again. You just have two little munchkins with you, right? We were actually talking about going to a Dave and Buster's with our kids. And I guess that could be like a dating scenario. You go play, you know, whack-a-mole with your wife and stuff and your kids. And it's kind of a fun deal and kind of brings a little fun and excitement and playfulness back into the relationship, I guess. Number four, I need to be told I'm beautiful. What a wife wants to hear from her husband is meaningful compliments that make her feel special and seen by him. I agree with this wholeheartedly. I am probably guilty of this. I probably don't tell my wife enough how good she looks or how nice she, you know, put her makeup on or whatever or, you know, stuff like that. I I probably haven't, you know, you like I've talked about already, you get kind of wound up in the whole dragging on of the whole day and you kind of forget about the little things about like, hey, you know, that that new shirt looks really nice on you, you know, or wow, like that's um, that outfit looks great. Or, oh, you straightened your hair today. You look really you look really hot, you know. Oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't say hot because a reader one said I want to be thought of as beautiful, not hot. But I, I kind of disagree with that because I think if it's your wife and that's, you know, your wife and she might like to be called hot and beautiful, both is fine. You, you know, your wife or your spouse much more than a random reader on the internet. So my wife likes to be get called hot or sexy. It's fine. If it's, that's how you do things and you know that your wife enjoys that. It's fine. In my opinion, pay attention and comment when it's obvious I've put in the extra effort. That makes sense. If your wife has, you know, kind of gone above and beyond and put some makeup on and is looking really fresh and really good, you know, maybe you should say something. Say, oh, wow, you look, you really, you really look really good today. Or you really, you, you know, you look really nice. And I could see that some people might think that that's taken the wrong way. Or some women might think that that's taken the wrong way. That, oh, you only notice me when I'm all dolled up and when I have makeup on my face. So, I don't know, maybe you should tread lightly. I don't know. All right, we're almost done, I promise. Here's number three. Listening is more than hearing. What a wife wants from her husband is to feel heard and have her feelings validated. Reader one. Listening is about more than just hearing. It's actually being attentive, actively paying attention, and remembering what I said. Being observant is essential. Sometimes I don't want him to fix it. Just listen and talk to me about it. 
you have to watch this video to get a laugh about the real issue. We're not going to watch this video. But anyways, I understand all those things. I've been caught in there too. I imagine you have too where your spouse will come and talk to you and you're in the middle of reading something on your phone and you hear them. But if you don't actively put your phone down or disengage your brain from the TV and turn to your spouse and hear what they're talking about and actually process it, you're going to miss it. And then you're going to say, huh, what, what's going on? And then you're going to look like an asshole that you weren't paying attention, right? So put your phone down. If your wife asks you a question, you can ask her to repeat it, but make sure your phone is put away on that second go around. Because if you have to ask for a third, it's not going to be pretty, is all I'm saying. And that's true. I mean, that goes both ways. A lot of people, when they're complaining about something, my wife has complained to me about work before. When they complain about something, they're not necessarily looking for answers or for you to run out there and fix it or beat somebody up or file for a promotion for them. They just want to be heard and you can kind of agree with them, maybe give some positive reinforcement, but there's no you know, there's no reason to try to make this elaborate plan to fix it. Some people even get a little touchy with giving suggestions. So sometimes just listening and actually listening and being in the moment when your your spouse is talking to you is the most important thing than actually fixing the problem. People just like to vent, you know. Number two, I am proud of you. What a wife wants from her husband is for him to see himself through her eyes. Do I understand that right? I wish my husband knew how proud I am of him, that I am so very proud of him and how hard he works for our family. I know that I won't, I don't tell him this often enough. Actually, the funny thing is, I actually said this to my wife just the other day, that I hope she knew that I was very proud of her and that she was appreciated, that I actually appreciated her and what she does and how hard she works since I'm a stay-at-home father so I'm very, you know, proud of her. All right, number one. I bet you can guess what it is. What's number one? I love you. What a wife wants to hear from her husband is for him to know, above all else, that he is so loved. Reader one, I truly love and support him 100%. He is everything to me, but I don't express it often or well. My wife, I think, says I love you to me probably more than I say it to her. I've kind of slacked on that a little bit. Not on purpose or not for any specific reason. It's just, you know, you get caught up in the day and you kind of forget to really say that. And maybe I should take some time out of my day or out of my moments in life and say, hey, I love you. Maybe I could tell her when I'm telling her that I appreciate her, right? I appreciate you and I love you. So we kind of forget to say that stuff back and forth. It goes both ways. And actually kissing too. Some I probably could think of multiple days where I hadn't kissed my wife until probably some point into the evening of the day. I think that's an important aspect with the I love you and the romance and all of the other categories we just went through is kissing too and showing that affection. I think that's very important and that kind of keeps that dynamic and keeps me a nice guy, right? I don't know. I'm trying to wrap this into what I was just talking about earlier. Anyways... That's it for this article. Actually, maybe next week and the next few weeks, um, they have another top 10 list, actually. And it says, if you're interested in more of this topic, be sure to check out 10 things husbands wish their wives knew. So maybe we can analyze what husbands are wishing that their wives knew 
and maybe we can burst some bubbles and have some fun with that. I don't know. Anyways, I don't really know how this article really wrapped into being a nice guy and a football story and waving at my neighbors, but it does somehow. So what do you think of that? Do you agree? Do you totally disagree with some of those? All of those? I think it offers, you know, some insight. And I think I will use some of these tips in here and implement them into my own life. Use some of the ideas, you know, some of this knowledge will probably help me in my relationship in some way, I would imagine. Anyways, I'll link this article in the description of this podcast so you guys can actually click on it and read through it on your own time if you'd like to. And that's it. That's all I got for tonight. Kind of a different show, I guess. So thank you for listening to Stay at Home Dad's podcast. Please uh, rate, subscribe, share with your friends. It's actually really easy to do that. And it's also free. It's not free for me. It's free for you. So that would be cool. All right. You can find me on Instagram at Vegas Grammar, podbean.com, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, as well as Spotify. And I will talk to you next week.